Kicking and Streaming Podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. Hey, Graham. Hey, Jocelyn. Do you like food? Yes. Do you like grocery shopping? <laughs> no. With Instacart, never deal with germ-covered shopping cart handles, people waiting until the last second to pay, or having to dodge that one creepy dude who's always in the dairy section. Never again will you have to stop your binge-watching for the drudgery of grocery shopping. Instacart is here to save your day. For a low monthly fee, Instacart will have trained personal shoppers choose and deliver your groceries from your favorite store right to your front door or your back door. It's all up to you. Shop from anywhere using your computer, iPhone, iPad, or Android device. Schedule a delivery and have your groceries delivered in as little as an hour. Instacart personal shoppers fulfill your orders from the store you've chosen. Your personal shopper will pick your produce, carefully select all your items, and handle any items that are out of stock. If you're a picky produce person, don't worry. You can notate all of your preferences, and that info will be sent directly to your personal shopper, who will go out of their way to select the best available items. They pay close attention to expiration dates and carefully handle delicate items like eggs and bottles. Oh, and speaking of bottles, alcohol delivery may be an option as well. All of this for one low monthly fee, and it's unlimited. Yes, that's right. Have them running around for you every day of the month. Who doesn't want a grocery store lackey? To start your 14-day free trial, follow the link in the show notes to let Instacart know we sent you and to help support our show. Instacart. Never set foot in a grocery store again. This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. Hey, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming here with you once again, as every week. It is me, Graham, and of course, Jocelyn. Today, on the other side of Skype, this is yeah. the co-host of co-hosts. Here she is. <laughs> How do you do? <laughs> and today, of course, it's time to talk about the aftermath, the Oscars aftermath. As you will remember, last week we went over our predictions and uh, we were... On some of them, quite confident, and on some, we were like, "Yeah, I don't know." <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And on and on some of them, we did pretty good, and on some of them, we 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 failed <laughs> <laughs> massively. <laughs> and so, it is time to go over this. But first and foremost, let's talk a little bit about you know the things that we would like you to do for us if you like this program if you like this podcast please go to wherever you listen to us whichever is the app and uh give us a like rate this show and recommend it to your friends also please go ahead and find us anywhere whichever is the social your social media platform of preference we are on Instagram Twitter uh Pinterest Facebook, what else? Jocelyn. <laughs> um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest. We're everywhere YouTube, except yeah. like YouTube. We yeah. are on the YouTubes. Yes. So yeah, we're we are everywhere. 
Yeah. And so you can find us there kicking and streaming. Just forget the G and just go for kicking and streaming. You will find us. You can just Google us. Also, you will find us. What We also have a Patreon page that we would like you to go ahead and give it a look. And if you're feeling generous, then of course, feel free to uh, help this show out by, you know, becoming a patron. And, and, and we'll be very appreciative of that. Isn't that right? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes. Fantastic. And so let us then move on to our main program today. And we're talking about the Oscars. And so for what? The second or third year in a row? I think the second year in a row, the Academy Awards were hostless. Yes. And yes. Which I kind of like, honestly. I think it's working out for them. Yeah, I wonder who came up with the model of hostlessness. But uh, as you said, it works out. We, we do get the little comedic interludes that that we are accustomed to have when we have a host. Because most of the time, the host is a comedian, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, typically. Or, or uh, there was the year Hugh Jackman was the host. Yeah, yeah, and Jackman um, was went, went very musical on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. He went all out. But yeah, no, typically it's a comedian or a you know like a talk show pundit or that kind of thing. Yeah. So the format was dope. You know, it all started with the Janelle Monet opening. You know, very Hollywoody, and you know, it was about a celebration, but at some point. Within the, the that opening, I kind of felt like it, it went away from Hollywood and it had to be pulled back <laughs> at, at the end. <laughs> yeah, there was a moment I was I wasn't quite understanding what was going on. <laughs> I, I I have lots of those moments. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have quite a few a few of them. Uh, yeah, I do. Not not just during the Oscars, just in life. <laughs> <laughs> As the kids say, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, the opening was great. I love Janelle Monet because she not only is a fantastic musician and singer, she is like the James Brown of our time. Uh, you know, uh, she was she's insanely entertaining and artistic more than anything else. And I love her vibe. I love everything about that. But there's one thing I have to say, though, and this is, you know, something that I've always I've always wondered. Right. Somebody joked once that Joe Biden <laughs> Joe Biden is the guy that goes to the dentist and says, give me the high beam. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, Janelle Monet's teeth are creepily white. (laughs) It's like, Jesus, do I have to wear sunglasses and shit when she smiles? Like, seriously. (laughs) We all like some white teeth, but come on, dude. Painting it on with the, that's with the, the kind of thing I, I keep thinking about when I see Janelle Monet. What about you? Uh, uh, yeah, no, she's 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 phenomenal, but yeah, she she's got some 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 pearly whites going on there. 
<laughs> so yeah, the opening was fantastic, and then of course we had the pairing of Chris Rock and Steve Martin. I loved it. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that, that little comic relief was fantastic. Uh, I like how they took a jab at the Iowa caucus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm enjoying it, Hostless, I think, because we get this kind of stuff. You know, we're getting... Because, they, okay, so like, say, Steve Martin wouldn't, or Chris Rock wouldn't commit to, say, doing the whole show, but they'll come out and do a bit. And, and, and I think that's cool that we're getting all these little bits from from talented people. I, I like that. Yeah, the variety is, is absolutely great. Uh, Maya Rudolph and Christian Wiig was fantastic, too. Uh, as always, yes. <laughs> and then you had the cat's bit. <laughs> with Rebel Wilson and James Corden I wanted to die when I saw that because I knew that was going to go sideways <laughs> yes in the bit with the microphone <laughs> you know that was, that was great that was great so it was yeah that was something <laughs> yeah so overall I think I think the Oscar ceremony was was Great. And it didn't even feel that long, even though it was long. Um, but I do think that it feels longer when there is a host, isn't it? That's what I think, too. I think the host, because I feel like the host will come out and talk for five minutes about something. And some, sometimes they're good, but more than often they aren't. And it's just like, oh, just shut up and go away. Yeah, can we get the next? <laughs> can, you, can we just do the next award, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that is that is true. So in general, that was it. And then we move on to the actual, the awards, right? Yes. And uh, we're going to go, of course, according to our list. And I I didn't keep very good tab of what what we chose. So hopefully you, you did, Jocelyn, because... Uh, I, 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 I think for screenplay, I, I was thinking it would be Knives Out. And I, I think you were thinking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or Parasite. Yeah, that's exactly right. I thought it was going to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But then I, I did think, okay, so Parasite is nominated. And I... If I if I remember correctly, I talked about the slumdog factor. Yes, which very much so. sort of like was a, a a prediction that came out of the blue. I yes. did know that that you know Hollywood was in love with it, but wow, I didn't expect it to be like so massive, any. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so uh, Parasite started the night by winning Best Original Screenplay. Mm-hmm. And uh we don't have a problem with that because mm-hmm. you you know we we know you know we know the, how the story goes and Parasite is one of those movies that I'm looking forward to watching. Yes, exactly. You know. Me too. Like I'm 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 ready to see it. I was ready to see it before the awards show when when people started talking about it with the first buzz. And and now that, you know, it's one, I'm like, okay, this is definitely next on my list to watch. Yeah. And you know, the crazy thing is Bong Joon-ho is a is a veteran in in his in his craft, but mm-hmm. he only have about six movies to his name, except that every time he puts out a, a movie, it is one of those 
you know gems and uh, he's of course has a lot of success i think he's the most respected and well regarded south korean director but what has happened with him in hollywood is absolutely fantastic and in i personally i'm glad that i'm alive to see that yeah yeah it's 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 a good thing yes absolutely uh, another thing that made me happy Jocelyn, and I would like you to go over because I know that this is one of your favorites in Best Adapted Screenplay, right? The winner of that was Taika Waititi. uh, Yes. For Jojo Rabbit. Yes. And, you know, it was, I don't know if you noticed that, but for some reason, I felt like Taika was, was generally speechless. Yeah. And... And I felt it, and and I was so happy for him. But for a guy that I know that is immensely eloquent, he was he was stunned, genuinely yes. stunned. Yes. So how how do you feel about that? What do you what uh, do you think? I, I I was so happy. I was so happy for for him because it's well deserved. It's well deserved for the movie, and I, I enjoyed his speech about. You know, his heritage and being the original storytellers. Yes. And I thought that was beautiful. And, you know, just just keep telling the stories and and people will listen. And uh, yeah, so it just it made me happy. I'm so glad that that it that he got to get something. I'm so glad that Jojo Rabbit got something because well deserved. It is a beautiful little movie. You know, I. Every time I see bits and pieces there, I, I can tell that it's that kind of fantastic comedy with, with, with a great message, but also satirizing a character. As he said, like, you know, it, 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 someone said, this is something that only Taika could do. yes 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 and uh it's not like it's impossible for other people to do but only taika could do it the way he did and so you know i'm i'm i was elated for him yeah pulled it off with class yes and he made history also no Um, by yes by by being the first uh kiwi indigenous kiwi to to win it to uh and uh, the first movie made by a, a Kiwi, yeah, you know, to to win an indigenous Kiwi, uh, yes. to to win this kind of accolade. So that was fantastic. So let's then move on to the next category we saw was best production design. Yeah, we nailed this one. Wow. (laughs) And I think that was you, though. I think that was you that immediately went straight into it. I I just followed your lead. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, we we talked about the nostalgia that comes with, with, with a movie like that from Hollywood and how Quentin managed to recreate an epoch in 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 the in american society as you said where it is believed that you know real innocence was lost in it yeah yeah so fantastic yeah 
no, I think I think it's well deserved, and uh, I'm 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 glad that they won for that because it uh they really captured the the feeling and the the or I mean I wasn't there then, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know for a hundred percent, but in just for me, I felt like I was there. Yeah, you know, any other year, right? Once upon a time in Hollywood would have killed it to tell yes. you the truth. Yes. Because it's Tarantino, because it's a movie about Hollywood, because of all those things. But yes. this wasn't the year for some of the biggest names and we have to talk about we have to talk about that. Yes, we do. You know, let, let's let's just continue and then we'll get to that part. What do you have for best original song? So it, I'm pretty sure we picked this one too for Elton John and Bernie Taupin for "I'm Gonna Love Me Again" for Rocket Man. Yes, because it's it's Elton John, it's you know Elton and Bernie. So I was surprised to see how how emotional Bernie was. Yeah, and you know, for a dude who's been around for so long. To think that he'd been—I think he—he he said he'd been nominated before, but hadn't won or something like that. That was exceptional. That was that was unbelievable. Yeah. You know, so it just took him to make. Uh, and, and it seems like anybody who makes a song with Elton John ends, ends up winning the Oscar. Because the same <laughs> happened with Tim Rice <laughs> with Lion King. Uh, what was it? Can you feel the love tonight? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So. So you want to win an Oscar, <laughs> make a song with Elton John for any movie. <laughs> so that's, that seems to be the formula. Now, with best original score, Jocelyn, we had a little bit of going on and off, in and, uh, on and off with this, right? Yes. And the reason we did is because, one, you wanted, you talked about the the Star Wars, the rise of Skywalker, the composer for that. You, you yes, took John, John Williams. John yes. Williams. And um, you were sort of rooting for him, right? I was because, because it's John Williams, because he's written some of the most, you know, iconic music. Everybody knows the theme to Jaws, just for example. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm okay that he didn't win because I mean he's won many times before, and I, I'm I'm very happy with the winner for Joker. You know, I, I enjoyed her speech to all the girls, to the women, to the mothers, to the daughters who hear the music bubbling within. Please speak up. We need to hear your voices. Yes, yes, that, that was beautiful. That was that was beautiful. There was some there was some very poignant speeches last night uh, the night didn't go too political apart from Brad Pitt and and, and I'm and I'm very happy for how uh, piercingly true what he said was uh, which mm -hmm. is you know I'm told that I only have 45 seconds and it is that's 45 seconds more than the Senate gave to John Bolton last week so that was that and I think everybody understood what where he was going with that and he moved on to, to something else, which is fantastic. But yeah, uh, Hildur Gudnadotir was, it was a beautiful speech and very few words, but exactly what she wanted to say. And I, I, I don't know if she, you know, thought about it 
before or that was spontaneous, but whatever it was, no one could have said it any better. Any? Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm glad she won and I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing where her career goes. Yeah. It can only go up, no? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now we come to, I believe, the not so surprising part of the night, because as such, it was expected that the winner was going to be the winner. Right, we're talking about best yes. international feature film. Yes, and I didn't realize that until Bong Joon Ho talked about it. But yes, I do remember that the Academy used to call this foreign language feature film. Yes, and they did. <laughs> yes, they did. And now it is best international feature film, and I'm I'm perfectly okay, and I'm happy for that mm -hmm. <laughs> because. Obviously, the foreign language part of it, you know, uh, say what you will, but it will, it, it creates a sense of otherness to... Yes, it does. And so when you talk about international, people seem to to be more, most people are more agreeable and open to listen to what has to be said. Yeah. Whereas foreign language film makes it all about the language, which is when people say, oh, this thing has subtitles. I don't want to watch. it." Yes, exactly. Right? I have to read. I ain't doing that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Intellectual la laziness. So, yes. But again, Bong Joon-ho also made it a point to talk about Americans' reluctance to <laughs> to subtitles back when he won the Golden Globes, right? Mm -hmm. But this time he talked about the renaming of the category and, and what it does to it and how happy he was to be the first one to win the Oscar after the category was renamed. And so we knew that was going to happen and we were happy and for me at that point I thought okay so two for Parasite tonight no bad you know yeah yeah little did I know <laughs> <laughs> little did I know right <laughs> and so tell me what you think because I know you nailed that one for the next category talk to me about that for Best Supporting Actress, we had Laura Dern win for Marriage Story. And yeah, I just had a feeling she was going to win it. Yeah, you did. Um, I just had a feeling. I wanted Margot Robbie to win it, honestly. Dude, seriously, um, I wanted Margot Robbie to win it. <laughs> yes. Not that I have anything against Laura Dern or her performance that I'm never going to see in Marriage Story. <laughs> um, but uh, I just... You know, I, I knew she was going to win it, but I, I, I was hoping for Margot Robbie because I just I just love Margot Robbie. I think she's so talented. But here's the thing, though, Jocelyn. And and again, I'm, I've not seen Marriage Story. And up until now, I have resisted the temptation of watching it. And I don't think I'm going to watch it. There's, there's a lot of triggers there for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Having said that. Do you think it is true that Laura Dern in this movie was better than Margot Robbie was in Bombshell? Like, 
Or better than Kathy Bates. I mean, I didn't see Kathy Bates' performance, but I mean, it's Kathy Bates. You yes, know? yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I don't, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I, 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 I don't know. And I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to watch Marriage Story. I'm just, I'm not. And, and by the way, let's not forget, let's not forget about Florence Pugh. Yeah, uh, I I mean, the casting of of all these women in Little Women was beautiful, but yes. Fro- Florence Pugh has a commanding presence for a young actor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's something about Cersei Ronan that kind of moves you, I, you know. But then Florence Pugh has a commanding presence like something almost regal Mm -hmm. (laughs) in this movie and i don't know if it's just my 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 personal feelings my own personal perception but but i i i felt like she was fantastic in in little women too but margot robbie again last time we talked about this uh you know Everybody had something to grab on when playing the the characters they were playing in Bombshell, except for Margot Robbie. She had to invent that character. She had to come up with it. And that in itself makes it incredibly admirable. So I don't know. Again, I don't want to say that Laura Dern didn't deserve it. But yeah, that wasn't. That wouldn't have been my choice. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. So as for best actress, again, Renee Zellweger wanted for Judy. And we pretty much saw that coming. But how much do we agree with it there? See, I haven't seen Judy, so I don't I don't know. I don't know. I I had a feeling that she was going to win this, it being sort of her comeback and it being a Hollywood story about an act, Hollywood actress, which, you know, the Oscars loves. I don't know. I, I'm with you with because I know that you were hoping for Charlize Theron. Yes. And, you know, I I don't know because I haven't seen Judy. She She might be fabulous in it. I have no idea. She certainly looks the part in everything that I've seen. I, yeah. I, I can believe her as Judy Garland in, in the, the clips I've seen and the trailers I've seen, which you can't always say that about some actresses or actors who've played, you know, famous, other famous folks. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I don't know. I don't know. And actually that, the trans- the, the little transformation needed to play a, a real life character hardly ever ever happens as truthfully as it happened for instance to Jamie Foxx playing Ray Charles or in this case uh, Renee Zellweger playing Judy it's it's not some like a lot of makeup is normally needed to get somebody to where they, you can say oh I see such and such person but you know I, I in the case of Jamie Foxx, for instance, I just I just think all he needed was a pair of sunglasses and boom, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And as you said, with the bits and pieces that we've seen from Judy, you know, Renée Zellweger's performance and looks are on point. And so, 
I'm not saying that she didn't deserve it. Contrary to the to what I think in the in the category we just talked about in best supporting best supporting actress, but I don't know. I just wanted I just wanted Charlize to to nail that one. Yeah. So what else do we have? So let's see. We have best cinematography next, and the the winner was 1917, which. Uh, I think I had picked that one or The Lighthouse uh, in our last show. Yeah. So I, I know that 1917 was supposed to be a, a big undertaking in, in, in that it was supposed to either mostly be or mimic a continuous shot, you know, no editing. So uh, continuity involved in that would be pretty unbelievable. So I'm sure I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it deserved it. Yeah, I mean... Really, it's amazing how Sam Mendes was never on the stage, and his name was mentioned more than ever anybody else. Because <laughs> <laughs> isn't that isn't that true? Like his entire crew kept winning, <laughs> and everybody felt like they had to mention yeah, Sam Mendes right there. And Sam Mendes was like, "Yeah, but I ain't gonna win tonight, though." <laughs> but, um. Yeah, I don't have anything to say about best cinematography, but yeah, I do remember we talked about, we talked seriously about it, and you mentioned The Lighthouse, which I didn't even know about until the nominations, so there's that. So the next one was Best Costume Design? Yes, and uh, I picked this one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Little Women won. We talk about we talked about costume for Hollywood. Is the the more the more clothing, the more fabric is on women. The, the, the more excited the Oscars get. Oh, somebody in there must be Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> the closet fetish thing going on there. <laughs> Oh, yeah. goodness. Yeah. I mean, Little Women won. Yeah. yeah. It was, you know, they were beautiful costumes, and I'm sure an appalling amount of work went into them. So, yeah, um, but yeah, it's just funny that we're going to go to a period drama for, for all that. <laughs> yeah, for costume. That, that's that's fantastic. Whatever, dude. Yeah. Let, let, let Hollywood be Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, yep. You do you, boo. <laughs> All right. So you just lead us through best supporting actor. Yes. And uh, I had this totally wrong. But where was Al Pacino for The Irishman, Joe Pesci for The Irishman, Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes, and Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, and Brad Pitt took it home. Right. So who did you have? Because I, I do remember that you were talked about The Two Popes and Tom Hanks, but those were the ones you I, just wanted to. I was thinking it would be Joe Pesci or Tom Hanks. Right. Yes, that's true. That's what I was thinking. It would be Joe, Tom Hanks or Joe Pesci. And you were thinking Pacino or Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. The Brad took it. Yeah. Bradster. <laughs> the Bradster. <laughs> the Bradster, son. Yeah. Brad. That was all right. I mean, it was such a crowded, a star crowded 
category you know nobody in there there's no one you can look at and say hey this guy didn't deserve to be there yeah you know, exactly i exactly. i personally am still in awe at al pacino's performance as jimmy hoffa mm-hmm. and of course joe pesci is joe pesci right yep you know I really thought that he would take it home. Honestly, I was thinking it would be either him or Tom Hanks, but I was really leaning it more towards him because of it being his comeback, kind of like Renee Zellweger. And, uh, you know, it's Joe Pesci. But So for Best Actor, no surprise there. I was a little surprised. Really? Yeah. Um, I was a little surprised. Uh, not in a bad way. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm, I'm very, very glad uh, that he won. But for some reason, I didn't think they were going to give it to him because of it being a, a comic book movie. Yeah. I remember you talked about that, you know. But uh, other than he, who was it that you had in mind? Jonathan Price, wasn't he? No, I... I, I personally I wanted Joaquin to, to to win it and I'm glad he did my other pick would have been Leonardo DiCaprio because of the amazing job he did in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood but I really thought Adam Driver was going to win it for Marriage Story yeah there was a point there when they showed the, the little snippet of Marriage Story for Adam Driver's nomination I thought if this was a question of the public voting, Adam Driver wins it right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Because yeah. they chose they chose a very powerful moment in the in the movie. But you know, Joker I know we've said this again and again and again, but Joaquin was Joaquin was too good in the Joker. And uh, yeah. it yep. would have been a miscarriage of of fairness, if if he didn't win it, win the Academy Award for it, I agree. Um, I agree. And what a speech, you know? Yeah. What eloquence? What precision? You, you know, it wasn't a dude that was just blabbling up there. He he knew exactly the message he wanted to convey, and he went straight at it, and. The moment he talked about how we are so capable of inventing new stuff and coming up with new ideas, but yet at the same time, we are so afraid of changing our ways. You know what I mean? And I felt it because I know that in that respect, I personally have a... a, a hypocritical side of me in sense that, for instance, I know how harmful, you know, the meat industry is to the environment, right? Mm-hmm. But I know that you you can't get me to, to just go vegan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. right. You can't get me to not want to have a burger, you know. But yet I know what the... It's the same thing like when... Well I, well, I used to be a smoker, and you know, when people would come and tell me, you know, this thing will kill you, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know like, I'm not living under a rock, you know. 
but I want to smoke, I'll smoke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, I stopped smoking, and it, but it was a hard, it was a hard thing for me to do. And in relation to what Joaquin was talking about, is 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 precisely that. Like, you, you we don't want to give up certain little, I don't know, pleasures or shit. Yet we do know that by continuing on that path, we are contributing to the destruction of our planet, the decimation of species and stuff. And so I felt it, man. I, uh, it, it made me sort of look inward, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. It does. And I, I you know, I, I think the way that, because he said... Um, he sees commonality. I think whether we're talking about gender equality, inequality, or racism, or queer rights, or indigenous rights, or animal rights, we're talking about the right against injustice. Yes, which I, I thought was was a lovely way to put it, and oh, yeah. uh, and a, a nice way to uh, when he thanked everyone for giving him a second chance, and uh, to also mention his his brother who who died in ninety three. River, yeah. Yeah, when when River died. I I remember when that happened. That was you know <laughs> these are the things shocking. That... that was like for me, that was like one of the first actors that you know, that I'd recognized as who wasn't already old. You know what I mean? Who yeah, was yeah. who was like my age and and then they were dead. What? <laughs> that that can't happen. <laughs> yeah. So the things that change your life forever in and that you can never go back. Any. Yeah. Yeah. There, There's also a part where Joaquin talks about more than, than the second chance. He talked about how we have to, you know, stop canceling people out because of past transgressions mm-hmm. and then give them the opportunity for redemption. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. and, you know, in the show, we've talked about how, yeah, you can tell me what I've done wrong, but once that's done, then you shouldn't just write me out and say, you mm-hmm. have no rights to be in the public eye anymore because fuck you. You did this in 1993, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it seems like with the Twitter culture now, there is no act of contrition that can get you back to where you need to be. You know what I mean? And and I'm glad that that Joaquin, Joaquin touched on that in a very smart way. Okay. Yeah, just because somebody made mistakes in the past doesn't mean that they can't change. Change is not impossible. And change should be rewarded once, once, you know, it's true change and not just motivated by, I don't know, greed or, 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 or other things. But if someone has made a genuinely, a genuine change to their behavior to, and they understand that they've hurt someone, you know, that, that should be recognized and rewarded. It should, you should not be continually punished for mistakes you made when you were a completely different person. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, like you got, even in, in, in history, you have people 
people like that, you know, that come to mind. I mean, uh, Strom Thurmond, for instance, <laughs> you know, I think what, what he went like 23 hours. He uh, filibustered for 23 continuous hours. He filibustered the Civil Rights Act, right? Strom Thurmond from South Carolina. And he was a noted racist, you know, Southern Dixiecrat, whatever they, they call that, you know, supporter of the Klan and kind of shit. But yet in his, in his later years, he was one of the biggest champions of civil rights, you know, and he died with that reputation. Yes, of course, when we talk about Strom Thurmond, we, we can we are allowed to bring about his, you know, his earlier transgressions. But then at the same time, we have to recognize that when he died, by the time he died, he was a changed man and he had done some very good things. You know. So there's that. But the microphone fell again. Nope, I'm still here. <laughs> what? <laughs> So let's go on for best director. And this is for me, this was me, for me, the, the surprise of the night. Bong Joon Ho winning Parasite when he was nominated among Quentin Tarantino, Todd Phillips, Sam Mendes, and the fantastic Martin Scorsese. Yes. Bong Joon Ho, Bong Joon Ho won the night and still I can't I haven't heard anybody that has any objection to that mm -mm. 24 hours almost 24 hours later mm -hmm. but at the same time I I think his graciousness about winning best director is the is the stuff of it's the stuff of beauty yes he's yes his nod, his respect that he paid to every single one of his fellow nominees, especially to Martin, Cos Martin Scorsese, was, oh my God, I don't know if anyone else could have done that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know either. And he, he was, uh, he was lovely. He, he hit everything just right. Yes, yes. And yeah. his little quotes and stuff that he, he did there. That was that yeah. was that was classy. Classy classy. What a classy yes. class act. Yeah. And uh what what was the quote? Something like, um Thank you, I will drink until next morning. <laughs> no, no I go drink until next morning. <laughs> and he thought he was done by then. Yes. Yeah. And yes. then lo and behold. And that wasn't the case, right? Nope. Um, it, it, surprisingly, though, I just found out that this dude is 50 years old. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I thought this guy was like in his like late 20s, early 30s. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, that's, that's right. So uh, kudos to Bon Jung Ho. And as, 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 as I've said... I don't even think that his fellow nominees <laughs> had any objections to him winning Best Director that night. But then, the biggest surprise of the night came about. Eminem the showed up. 
<laughs> yeah, talk to me about Eminem, dude. Like, what was that? I don't think anybody like I, I I've not found any explanation as to why that happened. Well, he explained it, it, it that he wasn't present the night of his of winning when his song uh, won in 2003 right but that was in 2003 why not have him back in 2004 or why not on like the 20th anniversary because that's what i was thinking actually it must it must be the 20th anniversary and that's why they're doing it but otherwise i'm like this i don't i don't understand i don't 2023 yes but 2020 like what (laughs) but like did you see the faces though so many faces were 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 we're mirroring mine, and, yeah, and I mean, like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> yeah. What is happening? Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know that. I don't think that's what you were talking about. But but that I, I had to throw. That <laughs> it was good though. It was good. I was talking about Best Picture, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that old thing. <laughs> That's where I was that, going, but Eminem was good too. That was, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, <laughs> Eminem. Yo. And by the way, Eminem has a little 40 something year old belly now. He does. He's got a dad bod going on. <laughs> Christine was like, oh, what is that? I'm like, what? <laughs> Why? She was like, uh, He's gotten old. And I'm like, yeah, because he's like our age. <laughs> and Christine was like, oh, so that's the 40-something-year-old 40 40 something year old belly. And I'm like, that's I've never heard of that, but that's cool. That's, that's a cool thing. <laughs> no. And so for Best Picture, no surprise. Well, yeah, actually surprise. What did we think? Who did we think was going to win this one, Justin? I've believe we thought it was going to be once upon a time in hollywood yeah yeah i think yeah i think we said either once upon a time in hollywood or 1917 wasn't it yeah or or, or unless and and i think we said unless they decided to do you know slumdog and 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 then do parasite give it to parasite yes so when when Parasite was winning in all the other categories, I was like, oh, there's no way it's going to win Best Picture because they're giving it everything else. So there's yeah. no way it'll win Best Picture. But it did. And it made, made history because it's the first foreign language film. I shouldn't say foreign language film, but, you know, not in English. Yeah. It's the first movie not in English to win uh, Best Picture for, for the Oscars. Yeah. And I... I don't know. I didn't know what to think. I was like, yeah, I'm excited for these people. But uh, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) You you know what I mean? Like, hey, I'm not mad at you, but huh? (laughs) Yeah. 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 But uh, I, I think we can conclude that this was one of the best Academy Awards ceremony we've seen in a long time. Yeah, I agree. Uh, really if, better than last year. Yeah, and if if I have to compare it to something else in recent memories, yeah, it was probably the year of Slumdog. Yeah, you know, 
I think so. Well, Jai Ho, Jai Ho, Jai Ho. Uh, <laughs> it was a good year. It was a good year. That said, you know, I think a lot has been made about the again the lack of diversity, especially in terms of uh, women directors. Let's be yeah. honest. At the same time, in 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 you know, put it out there that a lot of women won. You know in other categories but it was a big faux pas for the academy not to include women in the director category yeah so hopefully they've learned a lesson and uh, they have to do better otherwise they're yeah. gonna they're, they're gonna continue to lose popularity they're gonna continue to lose support you know and I it's not because I'm in these in the podcasting world and mostly what we do is about movies and, and TV series and stuff, but I do I do think that we need all the academies, all the single academies that we have, the motion pictures and the the Grammy and everything that exists because that's what makes the world go wrong. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. So, Jocelyn, we have concluded this little summation of the Academy Awards. Yes. Um, any final thoughts? I'm looking forward to next year. I'm looking forward to what's going to be nominated and, and what kind of changes happen. And uh, this was a good year, so I hope they don't screw up next year. Yeah. I and hope they improve. For me, it's just keep the Academy Awards hostless. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, I agree. Yeah. Yep. And with that, we want to just uh, thank you for listening to our show. Don't forget all the recommendations that we did at the beginning of our show. We hope to see yes. you following us on social media. We hope to hear from you. Uh, also, you know, we hope to see your comments. We hope to see your rating of our yes. podcast. Yes. For me. Sharing is caring. Share with a friend. Yes, yes, yes. For me and for Jocelyn, this is goodbye, folks. Thank you very much. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.